Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 21 of the Mess Hall Podcast. Today's guest is Marcus Ryan. He is uh, in town right now, and he's also in town in a couple weeks doing the Calgary Fringe Festival. He talks about it on the podcast, so pay attention, and make sure you check it out. It seems like it's going to be a fun show. I know I'm going to be there to check it out. So, enjoy the podcast. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. Um, as always, I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts on the network. This week's podcast shout-out from me is the Tight Ends Podcast. It's a husband and wife team that do a sports podcast. He knows a lot about sports. She doesn't know a ton, but I think she knows more than what she lets on on her bio. But I listened to a couple episodes. I Well, more than a couple. I've listened to three over the last couple days, and it's been a fun podcast to listen to. Right now, they're having their uh, Calgary Craft Beer Bracket, and I'm looking forward to seeing who wins this. There's a lot of great beers on there. Um, big shout-out to Week 3, the number 12 beer, Rail Yard Brewery. Um, it is a fantastic beer, as we all know, if you listen to my last podcast, because I had a ton of fun, and I still think about it. It was the people there are just amazing. It's an amazing beer. I've gone out and bought more of it since I've done the podcast. And I'm going off topic and rambling, but, you know, both this podcast, the Tight Ends podcast, and Rail, Rail Yard Brewery is awesome. So make sure you give it a listen. Participate in their Calgary Craft Beer Bracket. Um, and enjoy. Ryan here today. Um, you want to give me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. I uh, well, it's my not, I was going to say it's my first time in Calgary. It's not. Uh, I've been coming to Canada for about thirteen years. I'm an Australian comedian, and uh, yeah, I'm back in Canada for another three month tour. Nice. So um, I know you have some shows coming up in Calgary. Yeah. Um, whereabouts are you playing? I'm uh, touring a show which is called Ablas Inglés, and uh, it's a show at Lolita's Lounge, a Mexican uh, place. Um, I need to look up where it is actually, so that'll help. But all the details uh, we'll have on the on the site and uh, in the link. But uh, yeah, it's a show which uh, is all about my year and a half traveling through Latin America doing stand-up comedy, um, where I was beaten up and robbed and attacked and. Uh, uh, got famous on, you know, at the Olympics, and several things happened. But um, the show's toured around the world and sold out, and uh, has picked up a couple of award nominations. So uh, yeah, yes. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So hopefully, Calgary Fringe is a good place for it too. Cool. So you talk about being in Latin America. How's the food down there? Like, have you ever been? I've never been. Right, so I can tell you anything I want, and you'll go, <laughs> wow, really? They eat those things? Um, the food's amazing. The, uh, the, the food in 
different countries varies. I mean, I, I would hate to go and say that one place is terrible and don't go there because you can find good food in every place you go. Um, Peru has one of the best cuisines in all of Latin America. Uh, it's a very diverse. Uh, they have a lot of ceviche. Um, they have very, very different types of uh, menu, menu del dia. Um, they call it menu of the day. And basically it's a, it is just a standard soup as a starter and then a main dish. Um, and it can be as bland as it can be in certain countries, but Peru tends to have a lot of variation of it. Um, but then places like Colombia have these things called arepas, and they're kind of like little pancake things, and they make them out of cheese or some other doughy type of a thing, and oh man, they're, they're delicious. They're like a street food, so yeah. yeah. I'm a huge fan of that, like smaller street food kind of Yeah, you can kind of stack stuff on top of them or you can fill the insides and they're delicious. Nice. Uh, Venezuela does one where they, they have the arepa and they, they slice the middle and stuff it with chicken and avocado and okay. oh, it's, it's to die for. I picture yeah. the avocado there a lot different than we get here where it'd be ripe and right off the tree almost. And yeah. More the, yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, and the cost of those things over there are much cheaper too. Yeah, um, yeah. I know. I know. In a, coming from Australia, we have. Uh, I mean, people who go out to have breakfast in cafes are spending a fortune. Uh, you know, to go out and have a plate of eggs and uh, avocado kind of thing on toast, you're paying thirty dollars or something in some cafes. Jeez. And even just to buy one avocado. Is three dollars or something? It's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, it's, that's pricey. Yeah. So, I think you have to debunk some myths about Australian food for me. It's yeah. not just all kangaroo and Fosters. Uh, um, yeah. What What is the go-to food for you? When, well, when you're at home. One of the things is uh, Vegemite, right? Let's yeah. get that out of the way. Now, are you willing to try something? I am. Good. Good. Is it Vegemite? I've got Vegemite for you to try. I love Vegemite. Have you ever you've had it before? Yes. Right. I've had a... Oh, so you know what it tastes like. Then. Yeah. So this is, this for me is like, this is heaven. Yes. You want to have... Of course. Yeah, put some of that on. Oh, you love it? Good. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love, I love giving it to people and then just seeing their face just... Just curl up and they, they need to run to the bathroom and get water or something. No, um, I like it. It has that almost molassesy taste. Yeah. Um, I like the thickness of it. Yeah. I, I worked at a restaurant years ago um, and there was a waitress there and she brought me a little two of that. So every morning I'd have that on fresh baked bread. Yeah. That was my breakfast. So one, one thing with Vegemite for me is, uh, and, and I'll just get this out of the way, not all Australians carry Vegemite. It's not like, a, it's not like a, something we have in our pockets all the time, but I do have it um, when I travel. It's a nice little thing to taste on your, you know, you have it on toast. That's the traditional way to have it. Um, but having it with um, avocado on toast, Vegemite and avocado, the taste together is really good. So if ever you uh, want... I've never had that company. Yeah, do trust me. Have have a have Vegemite spread and then uh, you know spread some avocado on toast as well. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, it sounds good for sure. The, the texture balance there is really good. Yeah, it's a, it's a really nice balance. So 
but I, I've always liked Vegemite and honey uh, on toast. Um, but yeah, if you're not from Australia and you've never tried it, it can be a very daunting, uh, you know, daunting thing to have. But um, yeah, I love it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't believe you. I, I like it too. Yeah. I find it different than like. I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but like the British Marmite. Marmite, yeah. yeah. I don't find Marmite as good as Vegemite. No, I think Marmite is a bit more oily. Um, Vegemite's a bit drier, but still, I don't know. I don't think there's a great deal of difference. There's one called Promite as well. So. Yeah, I think it's just another another version. So, But we have... We have um, you know, besides the fact of Vegemite and Foster's, we, we do eat kangaroo. Yeah. Um, I don't eat it. I've had it once, but it's not something that you would have regularly. It's not like a, you go to the supermarket or butcher and find beef and lamb, uh, chicken and fish and pork, but kangaroo is not really there. It's not a, it's not a regular meat that people, people have. So, yeah. I, I've had it once. It was all right. Yeah. What did you think? Like, was it was it very rich? Yeah, it was. It was rich. It was a little bit different. It had uh, like a gamey taste to it, to best describe it. Yeah. But yeah, it, if I didn't have it again, I don't think I'd be missing much. No. No, I can't even remember what it was like. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know that we just recently had Calgary Stampede here. Kangaroo was on the menu on a kill. On a couple different items, they have like uh, kangaroo pepperoni pizza. And oh yeah. A kangaroo stuffed burger, which I don't think would make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've had um, emu. Now let me get this straight. I think I had emu. I'm not too sure though. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I can't say that because then maybe it's maybe it's a native animal, and I'll find out I got in trouble. <laughs> I'm, whatever it was, I got it at the supermarket. I, I, I could have sworn it was emu, but um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm going on record saying emu is delicious. Have you had it? Yes. Wow. I've, I've had it a couple times. And both, yeah, both times I had it was... I just loved it. Yeah, yeah. I had it in meatball form one time. I think that's what I had it as, meatballs, yeah. And I had it as... Uh, like strips of it like yeah it's like chicken strips but not like breaded chicken strips yeah was it like a really rich red meat yeah yeah that's what I would have had then yeah, yeah it, it was, was a meatball yeah it was really good I really liked it it, mm-hmm. was, it reminded me of beef but like more uh, juicy like a nice pork yeah nice one nice one um, yeah I don't really try I don't go too too adventurous with my foods when I travel. Although I did have um, uh, koi, koi when I was down in Peru. Which, uh, if anyone doesn't know what koi is, it's a uh, guinea pig. Okay. Yeah, and the interesting way that's prepared is um, they they grow they they breed them specifically for eating. So they've got you know they have them. They're not as pets like they are in a lot of people's countries, but they they have them, and uh, the way they cook them is they put a rock on them, and it flattens the flattens the animal, yeah. and um, they bring it out on the plate, and it's in full form. So you've just seen this oh, entire <laughs> guinea pig there, and he's still got his teeth and his eyes, and you can see it all, and it's like on a it's just this flat little 
thing, and there's not a lot of meat on it. So no, they don't look like they're too plentiful. No, I don't know why they they do choose to, you know, breed them to eat because there's really not a lot of meat on them. Um, How did it taste? Was it good? It was a bit rubbery. I, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, yeah, again, one of these things that you you try when you're in the country to see yeah. what it's like. But exactly. it, but it was a, an expensive dish for what it was, and there was just not a lot of meat on it. And uh, yeah, I wasn't that impressed. But you know, I keep uh, on threatening my wife to cook her guinea pigs. Maybe I'll just offer a nice koi dish going forward. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I won't go. I won't go out of my way to eat it again. No, I don't think I could cook one of my wife's ones, but the threat's always there. The threat's there, yeah. Where did that guinea pig go? <laughs> well, it's in that soup we're having, yeah. yeah. The dog ate it. The dog ate it, yeah. Yeah, so what countries do you like going to for food? Like, it's... Oh, probably my favourite would be Thailand. Thailand, Yeah. I love a... I guess if someone told me you had to eat one food every day for the rest of your life, it would probably be Thai food. Okay. Um, that or pizza. But then again, pizza's not, uh, you know, pizza's such a versatile thing. But uh, yeah, probably Thai food. I love a pad Thai. I love fresh noodles, that kind of thing. Um, very ba- I'm very basic in that sense that I, I do like some kind of exotic food. But then once I find one, one dish I like, I'll just eat that a lot. Okay. So, do you find like a difference, a big difference when you get like a pad thai in Thailand versus pad thai in Canada or Australia? Or <laughs> yeah, the the main difference is the price. Okay. <laughs> in Thailand, you can get a beautiful fresh plate of uh, pad thai for about fifty cents or a dollar. And uh, I, I remember going back home to Australia, and a, and a week later, I was getting pad thai, and it was fifteen dollars. I was like, "What? What is this? It's the same thing." Better be gold. Yeah, this. Yeah, this better be amazing. So I, I mean, I had Vietnamese today, and I, I had spring rolls, and I, you know, I love uh, fresh fried spring rolls. Um, but you can't beat it when you're in that country. You know, they just make it. They make it the best, so that's the that's the best place to have it, I guess. So you mentioned pizza. Yeah. Pizza is universal. I think pizza is great. Yeah. Do uh, you like pineapple on your pizza? I do. I do. I'm in that category. Yeah. It's one of the most controversial topics in the world, isn't it? I know, it? and that's why I like bringing it up. <laughs> it's the deal breaker for most people, yeah. but uh, no, I love it. I love the taste of pineapple. I'll eat, I'll eat fresh pineapple on its own. Um, and so I think it complements the pizza. You know? I, I think it does too. I, I'm a big um, person of pineapple on my pizza. I, yeah. like, I like the way it bakes in and the juices flow over the pizza. It's, yeah, it just adds a bit of crisp, yeah. crisp. Uh, I don't know, a bit refreshing to it. So, but I don't have to have ham on it either. Like ham is all right like, for that Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, but. Just, I, I find that I want my ingredients to cook in. Yeah. Sort of baking. If it's on there like pepperoni, I want it to be a little bit crispy. And I yeah. Think it does do that. So. Well, I think pineapple's good with a barbecue, barbecue chicken pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break up a relationship or, uh, or have fights with someone if I, if they <laughs> tell me they don't like it, I'll go, okay, that's just your choice. That's fine. Yeah, it could be the wrong choice, but. It's the choice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I like pineapple. Yeah. Um, but is there a go-to anything else you like on the pizza? Or is it just... um, 
I'm, I've heard that their pizzas, they're making these stuffed crust pizzas now that have little hamburgers in them or something. And I think that's, that for me is straight away a sign of don't go there. Like, I think they're getting too crazy trying to, trying to put hamburgers on the ends of pizzas or something. Yeah, like if, if you need that gimmick to sell your pizza, yeah. is it really yeah. the one you want to go to? It's... Yeah. No, I just like a, I, I just like a pretty, pretty plain pizza. I, I really like um, pine nuts and pumpkin on a pizza, okay. rocket salad, and uh, caramelized onion as well is my new favorite thing. Yeah. If I find if I find a pizza with caramelized onion, I'm I'm all over it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's a good choice. Feta, feta cheese or something. So. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think I think overall now I just I enjoy exploring different countries with street food, and I I'm a little bit scared of some places where the street food is unhygienic, and then you find yourself finding the nearest bathroom. But um, like the the places in Latin America having uh, empanadas and uh, arepas. All these kind of little street food things, tacos, of course, in Mexico, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, although I've never been there, I want to go there, and I think I just, if I go there, I want to try those type of things. I want to try the street food. I want to yeah. try the native food. I want to, yeah. I don't want to search out to McDonald's and hope for the best. No, I think a lot of people go to a fast food place because it's safe and they, they know it's the same thing everywhere yeah. you go, but... You know, if you want that, then don't go anywhere. You know, yeah. if you need the comfort of home, then stay at home. Really, it's there's no use flying on holiday to go to a resort and, and just eat the buffet every day. Exactly. I'm not a huge world traveler, but I love traveling. Yeah. Um, I went to Maui last year and just traveled around trying to find those local spots. Yeah. And, and that's what it was about it. It's just, and once you find those, like, I don't want to say hidden gems, but yeah, those true, authentic places, and that's what food is for me. Yeah. Like nice spots. Hey, everyone. Just going to take a quick minute to do a quick um, commercial break. For those who have a business and are wanting to fund projects in a new and different way, there's ATB's Lendar program. It's Albertans supporting Albertans through... Lending with ATB matching what people donate through a unique gift loan model. For more information or to apply, visit atblender.ca. Albertans are all about lifting each other up. That's why ATB has Lender, a leading platform that lets Albertans fund small businesses through lift loans. So whether you're open to an opening up a second store or increasing production, your customers, ATB, and Lendar can help you achieve your business goals. For more information or to apply, visit atblender.ca. If there's one thing Albertans do well, it's supporting other Albertans. That's why ATB created Lendar, a crowdfunding platform that helps support local businesses that may not meet typical loan criteria. If you're a local vendor, Build up the community through your support. For more information or to apply, visit atblender.ca. And thanks for listening to that little ad, and enjoy the rest of the show. I love uh, I love Indian food as well, nice. but I feel like I'm a very and like uh, I think like a lot of white people as well. <laughs> I'm a I'm such a little beginner of what it could be like, you know. Yeah. 
like the the spices uh, they have in India and and, and uh, Sri Lanka as well. Man, that stuff that stuff can kill you. I know. Um, you know, I can't handle anywhere near what other people have, and but I like it. I like trying it and then seeing how how much I can take, <laughs> which is not a lot. <laughs> I feel the same way. I I built my tolerance up a little bit over the years. I think I had to be in the right mood for really spicy, but when I first moved to Calgary here, um, my wife and I went out for dinner with uh, somebody that she worked with and a couple other people, and it was a small little East Indian takeout place, and uh, the guy we went with knew the owner, so they were just keeping on bringing us out dishes, and all you could tell how white I was, because everybody else at the table was not even breaking the sweat, and I'm just pouring and drenched. Yeah reaching for more and more water and, oh it was they probably had a good laugh at me that day but yeah there's nothing there's nothing uh, there's nothing fun for me about eating food if I know I my tongue's going to burn off yeah. you know I like I like when people invite you to dinner but I, I kind of kind of want to have a heads up of what's on the menu I'm like oh no I'm, I'm not going to handle that yeah. it's going to be uh, if I have heat I want flavor with it yeah. I don't want just eat for the sake of having heat yeah and like if we go out for chicken wings and they want to have extremely hot, whatever they want to call it. I, I just want something flavorful. Yeah. There's no sense of just throwing heat at me. It's not as fun. Yeah. So, and I feel I don't have to prove who I am by eating hot chicken wings. I don't, I don't, um, I don't know about the obsession with the, the largest sizes of things either. Like I, I, and I, and maybe, maybe this is something that is only North American, but everything's like supersized and everything's so, you know, you go out and get an entree and it's the same size as a main meal everywhere. I, I get put off by that. Now, are you talking like, say, the McDonald's triple burger supersized fries, or are you talking like food challenges like a 10 pound burger or something like yeah, that yeah somewhere in between I think I guess <laughs> I guess I'm seeing a lot of places like I went to a uh, place last week and I got a cola and I, I don't like to drink too much soda anymore but um, it came out in a it was a litre a litre of cola in a bar that's a lot it's like that's a lot of cola you know that's diabetes waiting to happen right there yeah I, I've been really trying to change my diet a lot lately yeah. so staying away from those type of places where I would have had to be I don't miss them. No. I don't. Um, yeah. Like going somewhere is a better healthier meal is a lot better. Like, like a Thai, a Thai place just having this. That's what you were talking about. Pad yeah. Thai where it's not a 10 pound Pad Thai. And, yeah. Um, it's just a nice size meal. That's what I've been enjoying a lot more lately instead of that. Yeah, I think it's a. I mean, the, the amount of burgers and fries I've, ate, I've eaten lately is a lot because I'm working comedy clubs across the country so that's kind of on their menu but uh, yeah I'm looking forward not to having another burger and fries sometimes <laughs> okay so when you go back home what's the first thing that you want to have like... I, this might sound really corny but I guess the first thing I want to have is a home cooked meal by my yeah. mum my, my <laughs> you know I, got to, I get to go see my, my parents and then um, when I'm home whatever mum's cooking I'm I'm happy with because it's it's not about the food but it's about the company and it's about knowing that you know that's that's what they like to have and 
more often than not it's barbecue or, or like a steak or something because my dad's a farmer so you know my mum's used to having steak or some kind of meat I, I think that's what makes an enjoyable meal yeah you can have the world's best steak but if you're just eating it alone yeah it's not as good as you can have an alright steak with friends and family and having that chat fun talk and laughs and that's what makes a good meal it's that yeah I, I remember being in Argentina uh towards the end of my, my trip that I did through South America and I was with um, I was with a group of friends and, and what I realised about the Latin culture is they they will spend majority of their time in the kitchen okay. that's what Latinos do and I think that's a really beautiful part of their culture yeah. is they they don't just sit in front of the television you know watching a big a big day of television together they have a big day in the kitchen together cooking and laughing and preparing the food and that's where it's that's where you know their quality time is yeah and I like that I like that yeah. idea I, mean, I don't we, we, we got rid of cable so TV's not on as much I love it when my son is willing to cook in the kitchen with me I, I find that enjoyable yeah that whole family experience well, that's the thing. I, I'm on the road a lot by myself, so cooking's uh, something I don't get to do too much. Um, more often than not, I'm in hotels or at friends' houses, so finding a time to get fresh groceries and things like that to, to prepare a meal is, is very limited. Uh, and also, just cooking for yourself is not you know, justifiable financially as well. So you, it's easier just to go out to a restaurant or a, you know, a, a lunch place and, and buy a meal than it is to go to the effort of making it. Um, so, yeah, when you do have chances to cook together, that's a great thing for sure. Yeah, and, and I, I, I get that when I'm cooking it. If it's just me at home, peanut butter sandwich. And that is, but I love peanut butter too. <laughs> um, and, but when everybody's home, I like to cook for everybody. Yeah. I find food is only celebration for us as well. Like, yeah. We had people over on the weekend, of course, we had a big meal, just different things on the road. It was nice that people helping you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when everyone's involved and getting in, getting in their hands dirty, I guess that's a yeah. that's a fun thing. And the reward is sitting down and sharing sharing the meal, or yeah. or laughing at the meal if it comes out badly. I guess. Oh, I've had my fair share of making those as well. Yeah. I've. Uh, you know, running to the store to get pizza because I just screwed up so something. Horrible. It just, <laughs> and, and I'm not ashamed to deny it. Um, oh, I, I, yeah. We, we still experiment at home, and my wife will make something. Yeah. We'll just, she'll ask, should I make this again? Uh, no. No, no. I, I almost burnt down a place I lived in Toronto about 10 years ago. Oh, yeah? Um, I was cooking sausages very basic thing to cook but yeah. when, you, when you're cooking and then you, you leave the room for a minute and come back and the, the smoke's hitting the fire alarm oh, no. and it's the, you know I, I think I just moved into this place so I didn't know where the fire alarm was and I didn't know you know how, quick, <laughs> how quickly the room uh, filled with smoke and the fire brigade came oh, because I was living above a cafe so that the fire alarm went through the cafe as well Oh. And so that automatically contacts the fire brigade, and they they came and they nearly knocked my door down. I was like, oh hey guys, 
Do you want some sausages? <laughs> They're ready. <laughs> Great on time. Yeah. Do you want yours well done? <laughs> oh, I was working in a restaurant before that had a fire. Yeah. It was quite an ordeal. Yeah, I, I didn't realize how much trouble that caused when I did it. So. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it happens. You, live. you live, you learn. Yeah, but um, I know it's a, it's a it's a fun thing experimenting with with things like that, and uh, you know you got to you got to try these things out. Um, what's your what would your favorite food be then? Uh, I don't know. I, I have a lot of favorites. Um, pizza has been a favorite at our house for a little while now. Um, we have pizza Fridays, so my wife will usually make a homemade crust. Usually whatever we have there. So it's usually vegetarian pizza, but usually peppers, tomatoes, pineapple. We have. Yeah. That's been my, my favorite lately. But our oven broke, so no. I, tried, I made one on a barbecue a couple weeks ago, so that turned out nice. So. Oh, good. Yeah, and that's yeah. a good way to make pizza, right? Yeah, so... Again, another experiment, just yeah. hoping it would turn out. Yeah. Luckily, it did. Here's here's another thing you could do. I've, uh, I'm stealing this off my friends as well. Uh, a couple of friends who travelled around the world, but then now they're not doing as much travel as they used to. They just uh, choose a different country every week, uh, and they've they've listed, you know, they've put a numbers in a hat kind of thing, and they pull a number out, and then each week. Uh, on a certain day of the week, they choose that country, and then they go and find a dish that they like off the, you know, off their cuisine, and try and prepare it at home. So it's a, it's an interesting way to learn about the world uh, by just going, okay, well, what's the most famous dish from Hungary or something, and uh, or you know, Greece or whatever, and they go out and try and prepare a dish based on the most popular dish so I like that idea it's a good idea yeah it's yeah. like hey kids today you know and it's good for if you've got kids I guess you want yeah. to teach them about the world and go this is what they eat in this country yeah, yeah. I'm have to steal that idea it's take like, it yeah I think it's a great idea it is it's, uh, it sounds exciting it's something different to the old boring yeah of, and if okay. you want if you want to compliment that then you can also see what their their national drink is or yeah. you know what's what's their favorite alcohol or something yeah. so you know you, you might end up having Poland and Russia and you might just end up drinking vodka but uh, yeah. <laughs> but pierogies and vodka oh yeah pierogies are great aren't they they are yeah I didn't have pierogies until I was in my 20s and yeah they're like little pillows from heaven <laughs> little mouth pillows yes. yeah that's how I describe it because they're so delicious, and, and I find I have a hard time describing how good they are. Yeah, it brings a smile to my face. Yes. Well, that's one thing. It's like having having dumplings. In uh, you know, if I'm if I'm anywhere where there's a Chinatown, I'll yeah. uh, my my go-to kind of snack in between gigs is uh, is dumplings and. Okay. Uh, you know, they're like little, they're like little hot pillows for me. I like yeah. them. Yeah, so. I, I get that because yeah, they're, they're a little bit more meaty than pierogies. Maybe, maybe I should have both of them together just because they're so both so good. Yeah, the only thing with uh, with dumplings, I guess, is when they when they've got the liquid inside them and they burst open and burn your mouth. They're, yeah, sometimes they can be disastrous, but. Uh, 
Yeah, I think pierogies have a lot more uh, texture to them. There's mo yeah. more going on. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you ever had like an apple pie pierogi or a blueberry pierogi. No. But yeah, wow. as well. No, I need to explore that. Yeah, just a pierogi dough with apple pie filling in it. Right, you'll have to tell me what the best place in uh, Calgary is for that. I don't know, because All right, well, we've made them ourselves. All right, right, well then I'll find out about it. I'll, I'll be knocking on your door next <laughs> week. <laughs> but they're, they're so good. I, I like stuff like that. Yeah. It's taking that old style cuisine, but adding something new in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just best of both worlds. So. I'll be honest, one thing I'm looking forward to, I love Mexican food, and uh, this, uh, this show I'm doing in Calgary is at a Mexican restaurant, Lolita's, yes. and I've heard it's great, and I'm looking forward to living off Mexican food for two weeks. <laughs> every, that sounds pretty good too. Yeah, my, my challenge every day now is, like when I'm there every day, is to have a different item on the menu every day. Yeah. So. It's one of those things if you, for me, I, I've spent a lot of time in the USA as well, and I love Mexican food there, but it, it's been Americanized, I guess, and it's much bigger servings, um, but it's really good. I still love Mexican food in the US, but then you go to Mexico and you go, oh, these tacos are a lot smaller, but they're just so much nicer. There's something different about them. Yeah, so much smaller, but yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they're like wow, that was that was delicious. But then you realize the reason they make make them bigger in the U.S. is to sell them better, and you know people go, all right, I'll have that because it's I don't know, it's 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 uh, more filling, I guess. Quality over quality. Yeah. yeah. I really want the quality over quantity. Yeah. I'm willing to pay more for a smaller item if it's better. Well, that's, that's also one of the, when I went to Italy for the first time, you know, everyone says you've got to have pizza in Italy and, and have pasta in Italy because it's, it's different. You, you have, you go to a pizza restaurant anywhere else in the world and it's a big, huge pizza or, or it's, uh, it's got like lots and lots of layers on top or, or like in New York with a slice of pizza is, is as big as some small pizzas, you know, it's so huge. But you have a pizza or a bowl of a bowl of uh, fettuccine or something in Italy, and it will be a big bowl. But then there'll be only a lot, like a little part of, of pasta in there, and your brain starts thinking, "Well, oh, this is ripped off. I don't get much here." But it's about the quality. Yeah. And they don't necessarily eat huge amounts. It's, uh, it's a it's a beautiful dish, though. I'd love to go to Italy and have that pizza. Yeah. Just a basic dough. Tomato sauce made from fresh tomatoes, a little bit of cheese, and some basil on top. Mm -hmm. Like that basic pizza, French smile on my face. Yeah. Oh, Italian 
Italian food is uh, is is delicious, and uh, and if ever you get invited to an Italian wedding, go. Yeah, go. hopefully someday I will. They have uh, just just force yourself into a in a family of Italians. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to cook and they know how to how to cater for people. They they a, a wedding in Italy will be 10 dishes or something like that. Yeah. It's like uh, you sit down, you have a little course, then you come back and every half an hour for, <laughs> for five hours you just keep eating. Yeah, uh, it's that, beautiful. that'd be fun. Yeah. But um, that's all of our time today. So Oh, thank you. Thanks for again me. for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Um, you want to tell us again about the Calvary Fringe Festival? Sure, yeah, I have a show. It's called Marcus Ryan Hablas Inglés, which means Do You Speak English? Uh, in Spanish, and uh, all the information is on my website, itsmarcusryan.com, or you can find me on social media, Marcus Ryan, you can look it up, or I'm on the calgaryfringe.ca, I believe the website is, uh, and it's running from the 3rd until the 11th of August, uh, and I'm also performing the same show in Edmonton Fringe, uh, immediately after that, from the uh, 15th to the 26th of August, so yeah, check us out, and I'm constantly touring around the world, so if anyone's online listening elsewhere in the world, please look me up and I'll let you know when I'm coming to your country soon. Great, thanks a lot. Thanks very much for having me.